0: what's up beautiful people welcome to another episode of creative habits podcast how you doing today my love
1: i'm well. all right
0: i'm all right well in today's episode we're going to talk about the disappearance of constantinos danny philippidis an experienced skier and a veteran firefighter from toronto canada on february 12th 2018 danny went missing while skiing with his friends at White Face Mountain, New York. In the Adrian Rack, I don't know what that is. Uh, what happened to Danny?
1: Danny Filippidis was an experienced skier in his mid-40s and was known to love skiing. On February 9th 2018, he and a group of six other firefighters from Toronto arrived in Whiteface Mountain Resort. Three days later, Danny went missing while skiing, and a massive search and rescue operation was launched. According to the various reports, Danny Philippidus was last seen skiing on Whiteface Mountain in the afternoon of February 7th. Upon realizing he was missing, his friends and family immediately reached out to the authorities.
0: It was one of the largest and challenging uh, search and rescue operations in ski resort with hundreds of volunteers and members of the New York State Police Department um, and the Department of Environmental Conservation and the United States of Forest Service joining the search the search lasted for six days with helicopters snowmobiles and k9 units searching the mountains
1: According to the New York State Police, Danny's key equipment was found at the top of the mountain, as well as his identification and his vehicle was still in the parking lot. The witness reported that they saw someone matching Danny's description on the mountain five days after he was reported missing.
0: Despite the intensive efforts and resources being poured into the search, no one knew where Danny was. Several conspiracy theories have since emerged, adding the mystery of Danny's disappearance.
1: When anyone disappears without a trace, there are a host of conspiracy theories that emerge. One popular theory was that Danny Philippidus faked his disappearance. The theory was based on Danny's cell phone, which showed that he had made several phone calls from New York City on the day he had disappeared.
0: Another theory speculated that Danny was caught in a trap, kidnapped, or killed by unknown unknown assailants. People also believe that Danny may have fallen into a hazmat hole, which is a pit used to store hazardous materials, and with the weather at the time, it had been impossible to spot him.
1: After months of searching for Danny Filippidis, the authorities found him alive in Sacramento, California, nearly 2,800 miles away from the Whiteface Mountains. Danny Philippita's disappearance and discovery have sparked widespread speculation about what might have happened to him.
0: Danny maintains that he has no memory of what happened during the six days he was missing. When questioned by investigators, it was clear that he was in shock, confused, and disoriented. Danny claimed that he saw nothing strange or out of the ordinary, and that... uh, he could not explain how he ended up.
1: There is a possibility that Danny had a dissociative fugue, a psychiatric dis- disorder in which a person suddenly and unexpectedly travels away from their home or usual place of activity. This may explain why Danny had no memory of what happened during those six days.
0: So here's a couple of more cases. Um, Benjamin Kyle In 2004, a man was discovered unconscious behind a Burger King in Georgia, Georgia, USA. He had no identification and couldn't remember his name or any personal details. He was given the name Benjamin Kyle and efforts to identify him were unsuccessful until his story gained media attention. In 2015, he regained some of his memory and his real identity was re- revealed as William Burgess Powell.
1: Michelle Knight, Amanda Berry, and Gina DeJesus in one of the most high profile cases. Three women were abducted separately in Cleveland, Ohio and held captive for about a decade by Ariel Castro. They were eventually rescued in 2013 but they had little memory of their years in captivity due to the traumatic experience.
0: Stephen Stainer. In 1972, a seven-year-old Stephen Stainer was kidnapped in California and held captive for seven years by his abductor. He was eventually found and rescued in 1980. During his captivity, he was given a new identity and lived as a son of his abductor. He had no memory of his life before his adoption.
1: Hannah Up. In 2018, a young teacher named Hannah Up disappeared in New York City. She was found floating in the waters of the New York Harbor several weeks later. She had no memory of her disappearance or how she ended up in the water. She was diagnosed with disassociative fugue, a condition where a person temporarily loses their sense of identity and memory.
0: Michael Boatwright In 2013, a man was found unconscious in a California motel. He had no identification and could only speak Swedish. He was eventually identified as Michael Boatwright, an American citizen with no knowledge of how he ended up in this state. He was diagnosed with transient global amnesia.
1: These cases highlight the complexities of memory loss and the impact of trauma on individuals who go through such experiences.
0: That last one was crazy because we just had a podcast on that. Mm -hmm. Transient, global amnesia. And he can only speak Swedish, but he was American. That is crazy. So what do you think happened to Danny?
1: Before I found out about people just suddenly having amnesia due to traumatic experience or just an experience in general um, I thought he was lying I thought Mm. he wasn't telling the truth and I felt like he wanted to disappear
0: that could make sense
1: but now that I'm learning that occurrences such as that happen and it is a psychiatric disorder then that could be a possibility as well maybe something happened to him and he completely forgot where he was or maybe took on a different identity and ended up somewhere else. Mm. That's a long time to go missing but then to be unharmed?
0: And all the way on the other side of the United States is crazy. That is very
1: strange. But so, but then that's what—that's why I was assuming he may have not been telling the truth mm. because when I was like reading up about his story they were saying that he got a haircut he was making phone calls and um, well after he went missing so if you don't have memory how do you know that you need it you know like
0: could it be like um just a theory like a personality disorder maybe his one of his alternate personalities just took over oh, like a the mar- will yeah
1: <laughs> could be when i looked at him even while he was being interviewed it seemed like something wasn't quite right mm-hmm. quite right he wouldn't maintain eye contact. But he was very kind of erratic in the way that he spoke. Or
0: well, maybe he was like a a, a government official mm-hmm. um, or MK Ultra.
1: That's what you think happened.
0: I think maybe he was MK Ultra. Maybe he um, had a, a handler or somebody who um, watches over. Um, you know, like. Assassins, or something, Can and they you
1: describe what MK Ultra is.
0: So, MK Ultra is um, a quote unquote experiment that the CIA did to certain individuals. Some say um, they did it, he they did it to Charlie Manson. Um, there's stories about um, the CIA um, inviting guys. Uh, Different officials, presidents, um, um, governors, high power officials to, you know, brothels, and the girls would come out with um, drinks that is laced with um, LSD, and they would feed, uh, give the guys the drinks, and they were just doing it to see what type of effects LSD would, would have on people. So once they figured out how the LSD can work and they benefit um, they started training people on how to um, control um, minds that's where um, um Manson came in he Manson was giving his uh followers LSD and like persuading them to do things and once he had a hold on them whatever he said the people would do
1: that's so interesting because how did they how do they even get him on board if that's a factual? Mm-hmm. But then also, what was the purpose? You know what I mean? Like, why were they trying to figure out how to control people?
0: I mean, mind control. I I, I don't know why the, the government and all the different sectors do what they do, but um, I don't know.
1: And could he have refused as well? Like, are, can you refuse if you're part of that?
0: Not if you're mind controlled, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: That's creepy.
0: I don't know, but I'm just thinking, like, what's the story? He could mm-hmm. um, have just disappeared to get away from whatever he was trying to get away from. Or he could have been MK ultraed, Or he could have had split personalities and his other personality took over. I don't know.
1: It's strange because, like, number one, he's Canadian. This was like a trip with friends to New York. Mm-hmm. And then you end up in California.
0: Maybe his friends were, like, buttholes, and he just wanted to get away from
1: Because then also, how do you navigate without an ID mm-hmm. in the United States? Like, how does that work?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: That's crazy.
0: It's not like you can catch a cab from New York to California.
1: But a lot of instances or a lot of movements around, you mm-hmm. need an ID for certain things.
0: How how long did they say he was gone? Three days?
1: A little longer than that.
0: Uh, I forgot. Like a week or something. I guess you can catch catch a train or fly to uh, California. You know. Yeah. But just to show up there, maybe he uh got transported through another dimension. I don't know, man. This is weird. You ever, you ever feel feel like you've been somewhere before, but you um don't know how how or why you were there yes like deja vu type stuff
1: i used to what's crazy about deja vu is when i first moved here mm-hmm. i used to have deja vu a lot but i'm like i just moved here but i'm seeing things that i felt like i've seen before
0: that that you felt like you've seen before
1: yes like why is this repeating again mm. so for example when my mom was dating at the time and her partner who's now my father um they used to have parties at the house Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but like with other like early 20 year olds but when I was in the kitchen like grabbing some something to eat or something like that I was watching how it was playing out in the room and I felt like I was in that same kitchen before with the same group of people playing games but I had just literally gotten to the country Was it like a frequent
0: event? No, so like, nah, just like, no, no, so that it was, was the first time. That was
1: like a, the first Christmas party we went to. Um, I mean, first Kwanzaa party we went to. Mm. But I kept having situations where I'm like, I know that I'd never seen this before. It used to trip me out because I'm like, I, I haven't seen this before, but I'm seeing it now, feeling like I've already experienced this moment.
0: And how often would they have Kwanzaa parties? Was it like every year? It was
1: every year, but that was my first year there. So, it didn't make sense for me to, like, know or see those people in that same position playing mm. the game. And, you know, when Raven used to have those, like, visions. And yeah. Then, but I'm like, I felt like I've seen this before. but
0: That puts, like, a really beautiful, like, image in my mind, right? Like, what if time is not just one way? What if mm-hmm. time is, like, linear? Like, not linear. Like, um, the future, the past. And the present is all on one same line. But our consciousness is able to travel throughout that line without us knowing it. So maybe it was your future self doing the same thing, but your your past self was seeing it.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. But what I was saying was I was kept having strange things happen to me. I had moved here when I was seven years old, but... Even with that experience, I know it's different if I was an adult, but I felt like going from one country to a new country in a completely different culture, I felt like I was time traveling. Because mm-hmm. things were so different. Like back home, things are slower paced. Here, it was fast. So I constantly had to feel like I had to adopt in these spaces. Even in London, like going in between there during the summers, it's like I would invite myself into different. Mm -hmm. quote-unquote dimensions even though they're different worlds like literally they're different worlds and they don't function the same way and they have different paces and people wear different types of clothing and talk a different way Mm -hmm. so it was like being in a different universe
0: (laughs) so how often did you have deja vu when you were a kid
1: it was a lot because it used to alarm me like why am i seeing this before and i didn't know the word for it
0: but you don't have um it doesn't happen as often often now?
1: Rarely. I'd have mm. some times where I'm like, Oh my gosh, deja vu but not as much as it used to be. It used to be very often. Now I I can't even tell you how. Like it does it barely comes to me.
0: It's funny you say that because I used to have it a lot when I was a child as well. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if that's like a universal thing for all kids or that's, all people.
1: might be something interesting to figure out. Right. Or research.
0: Because I used to have it a lot as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that it happens. But I know, you know, when I, when I work, this is a recent situation, when I work, I usually do the same thing every day. You know, I, I take the same routes. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to work around the same time. And sometimes, I don't think it's necessarily deja vu, but it feels the same because it's routine, routine, right? But um, when I was younger, me going to a new place or a place I haven't been to in a long time, it always felt like I've been there before.
1: Right. You know? And that's that's the whole thing with deja vu. It's like you assume or feel like the same movement that you, like, put your hand up. And open the door the same The exact way, same thing. You see the sign that says open. It's the same color. Mm-hmm. Like, that stuff used to trip me out. Because I'm like, I know for a fact that I haven't had that book done before. Or seen them before.
0: Now, with these cases, I wonder if it's... Um, I don't know. It's like, is it deja vu? How do you how do you lose memory of what happens? Is it like you're blind your, your brain trying to block things out? If it's traumatic? Well,
1: I know. Well, so, yeah that's a great point because I know when they were talking about these kids that were kidnapped, a lot of the times when you do have a traumatic experience, the first thing that you want to do is erase it out of your mind. Mm. So some of that information may be like completely shut off or it could be the opposite where it's like the one thing that was traumatizing for you sticks in your head and everything else before that didn't exist. The sense of security, the sense of like what your family maybe appeared to be like where you lived all of that could just be completely erased out of your mind
0: Mm.
1: out of fear or whatever trauma
0: that's interesting so how I'm still trying to figure out how in the hell did Danny end up all the way in California from New York
1: that's what I'm trying to figure out because there's bits and pieces missing of his story that he can't even say how he ended up Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. and then does he know that he is Danny
0: Is he Danny?
1: Is he Danny? Is he not? That's all very... There's so many unexplained things in this world that sometimes it's like you can put your interpretation or theory on it, but you'll never get the answer.
0: Did I tell this story before? Of? About, um... People having time slips, right? They were, um... There was this family who were driving down, um... It might have been somewhere in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And this particular section of the road um, that they drove through, um, it was a certain time. Let's say it was 11 a.m. at the beginning of the road. But when they went through this particular section, it was like 12, no, it was like uh, maybe 6 p.m on the other side Mm -hmm. and they have no recollection on how they like where did the time go Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know and um, the theories are that they traveled through a different dimension or like I, I don't know how to explain it I'm like maybe there's different spaces on the planet right Because time is not, like, the same. Mm -hmm. It's not the same time in America than it is in the UK. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And what if there's, like, particular pockets in different specific areas that either speed up time or slow down time depending on, you know, how fast you're going or whatever, whatever, in in different circumstances. Maybe he went through, like, a, a... a time pocket or a time a dimension. Different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, have this, I don't know. I'm not sure. But there are things that are unexplained. Hmm. But we, I, we'll never know. Hmm. I also think about just like how amazing the human mind is as well. Like, even if there's, it, it can be delicate, but it can also be very powerful mm-hmm. and strong. But the moment something switches or there's a different shift in how your brain works, it can, like, recharge it to do something make your body do something else.
0: I wonder how and why does the brain block out certain things, like certain traumatic things? Is it like...
1: Fight or flight.
0: Fight or flight, but is it like information overload, like where your brain just hides in a, in a little room somewhere in your mind and locks the door. And...
1: Why don't we try and figure it out by... Because I, I believe everybody has a trauma, whether mm-hmm. it's extensive or minimal or barely there. Everybody has some form of like trauma or something that's challenging. Mm-hmm. So when you get to a place of that traumatic experience, what do you feel? What is your, what is your body doing?
0: Mm-hmm. I guess it's in like panic mode right
1: so for me I, I can I don't know but for me like anytime most of my, my trauma comes from like childhood experiences or like little things you know in my adulthood but how I feel when I think about those things is try to like pile up on it mm-hmm. with nothingness like I don't want to think about it I don't want to process it because I'm going to cry or you know So trying to mask it within me, but then that creates a panic or it creates like a sense of Mm. shutting down where I don't want to think about it and try to erase it. So the more that I do that, then I stop remembering how it made me feel. It's still there, but it's not as intense.
0: I could feel that. I remember a situation that happened to me when I was younger Mm -hmm. um, at a babysitter's house. And another kid. Um, it was basically like not sexual abuse, but like a, a form of abuse, right? But I don't remember the instance. I don't remember what happened. I just remember afterwards, like me sitting in the back of the car, and I see the street lights, and we're on our way to the hospital. I just see the street, street lights just zooming by, like boom, boom. Do you remember boom, the pain? Boom. No.
1: So there you go. Like yeah. you shut, you shut it off. Yeah. You shut it off because it was so traumatic.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. That must
1: have been really painful, but the fact that you don't remember meant that you just in order to survive your body body just shut it off.
0: Mm. And I was young too. probably like around our son's age or maybe a little bit older. That's weird, man. That's weird.
1: I mean like even my fear, like the laughable fear of me fearing birds. Like I know for a fact somebody probably tried to sacrifice it in front of me and that was like
0: sacrifice
1: it like not sacrifice but like killing it to eat it but that watching that happen may have traumatized me to the point where i don't know the actual day that it happened Mm -hmm. but every time that i see that thing i get anxiety or i feel like flight
0: and you just block it out of your head
1: so yeah that actual moment you block out but you don't know why you're feeling that intense anxiety
0: but that anxiety is still there. So obviously the memory is there but
1: you just don't know how you got to where you got.
0: You don't know how to unlock it.
1: Cuz he remembers a skiing trip. He just doesn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> in between the skiing trip and getting to California.
0: They call um they have this um therapy called I think it's called like regression therapy. Mhm. Where um a hypnotist puts you under like a certain trance. And you can go inside your mind and and unlock certain traumas and they 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 did it a lot with like uh quote unquote alien abductions when people got abducted, but they don't remember what happened but um the hypnotist will put them in a trance there say what happened woo, 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 and they will remember things that they couldn't remember before, but the only thing about that is um some therapists, hypnotherapists, have been, like, guiding people with, on what to say. And um, I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a lot, man. It's just yeah. crazy.
1: I mean, I also know that they use it on people that they want to confess on a crime. Yeah. So that idea of, like, or maybe confess or help them go, go through a traumatic experience and like try suggestion. to find the source of yeah. it. Um, oftentimes it's helpful, and oftentimes they can't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel completely good it.
0: I don't know, man. What happened to Danny? What happened to Danny? You guys let us know. What you think happened to Danny? What do you think happened to all these people?
1: I I mean, look, we had a a case (laughs) where Carly lied because it's almost along the same lines of saying, I don't know what happened to me. I don't remember. But do. she was
0: clearly lying. Though. She was
1: clearly lying. But I'm, yeah. I'm saying sometimes it could be a false story and sometimes it could be true. Like some people mm. just don't know what happened. You, you never know unless
0: you did there. Right. There was this lady um, in this Californian. Uh, in California, I think it was like San Francisco. Excuse me. But uh, she disappeared. She was in a hotel her family was calling and looking for her because they she wasn't responding to their calls or whatnot. I forget, but she was this Asian lady. I forget the exact story, but somehow she ended up in a water tower on top of the hotel. Hmm? Right. So she's perfectly normal, perfectly fine human being, right? As her family tells it. Um, She had some type of manic episode where she walked herself up to the top of the hotel, managed to get the um, roof door open, climbed in a water tower, and drowned. But she was perfectly fine, like not manic, depressive. So she died. She died. They say it was a suicide, but there's no reason, according to her family and friends, why she would do that. And from the security camera footage, you can see that she was kind of out of it. Mm -hmm. Maybe she was on drugs, or maybe she was having some type of manic episode, but she wasn't um, acting like how she usually acts, like normal.
1: But, you know, sometimes when you have those type of manic episodes or breaks, it happens suddenly. Like, there's no progression of it. It can just happen.
0: How does that? I, that doesn't make any Someone sense. Someone can know?
1: pretend like they're coping and they're fine when um, in actuality they're suffering internally. So to say something like that or their parent, family to be like, I oh, I don't know that. what happened, it's like people can lie I can and pretend that. like everything's cool. But that one day it's like maybe it's too much to suppress that you're like, you know, and end up doing something that people least expect from that. you.
0: Yeah, I could see that. It's just weird. It's just weird to be, to have like, um you could be a straight A student. Everything's Anything. going well. Y- yeah. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden you just have a manic episode. Like why? Okay. If you're going to take your own life, you're going to go all the way up to the top of the hotel and climb in a water tower. Why not just jump off?
1: who knows but I mean mean? that even sounds like the story of the I I forget if she was like Miss America or something mm -hmm. but she lived in New York perfectly fine happy taking these pictures for these pageants and everything and was just like the perfect image of someone that's happy and doing well in their Mm -hmm. life and serving their community and she fell off like a a, I don't know how many story building Mm -hmm. and her mom was completely shocked like I was just with her yesterday and we were singing a song Mm -hmm. it could happen. People don't actually tell the truth about how they're feeling.
0: I'm really sorry um, that happened to certain individuals, you know. But the ominous, ominous person, the, the the conspiracy theorist in me is like itching to like. It's got to be something more than that,
1: mm.
0: you know. And it could be. It opposite. could be. It could be. It could be nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I'm not gonna say nothing, but the conspiracy theorist in me, like, yo, that that just doesn't seem right.
1: Yeah, but we also don't think, I believe that people that go through those experiences actually have something that's hurting. Like, they're sick. Mm. They're on and there's no resources really to indicate or identify when someone's feeling that way. To mm. be like, let's help. Mm. Or can you help? Like, is it just a sudden decision? It's all very scary to me.
0: I'm going to find that documentary and, and so we can both can watch it. Mm. You know, because me explaining it, um, I'm not explaining it, and I'm not giving it justice. That's why I think you should watch it, because it's a very good documentary. You I think you should just put on Alright man, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and let us know.